0: welcome to the life-changing fitness podcast
1: all we do is change lives
0: right i'm joined here um honored to be joined by mr james st ledger aka jsl uh grenade sponsored and official endurance athlete how are you james hi dan i'm good thank you good man good man well thank you so much for joining me man i really really do appreciate your time and uh We've been uh, we've been trying to put this up for for a couple of weeks now, haven't we? Yeah, a
1: couple of weeks. I um, finally got it nailed down, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's, it's good.
0: Because I'll, I'll tell you, one of the main reasons I wanted to sit down and, and pick your brains really was due to the uh, the connection you and I have got with rowing, which uh, kind of uh, I say combine um, connects the. Um, the bodybuilding world, if you like, with the CrossFit world, there's kind of a little bit of a hangover there. Maybe you could argue. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, that's a definitely
0: CrossFit. But but certainly I'm in I'm into my rowing, and I know you're ridiculously into your rowing. So that's uh, that's something that you and I will will talk about a lot more later on. But uh, for the premise of the, for, for the podcast and uh, those who those who are listening, uh, James is a. Is a super awesome uh, crossfit, uh, CrossFit athlete uh, as well as uh, an endurance athlete, as, uh, as I said earlier. And he's um, it, kind of making, making dents in the CrossFit world, which is really, really interesting. We'll, again, we'll chat more about that in a moment. We'll come onto the rowing. We'll touch a little bit more on uh, James's personal life and uh, how he gets to, uh, to, to live and uh, manages his lifestyle around training and his work and his family. Um, and then we're going to catch on a little bit up against um, what James is getting up to in 2015. How's that sound, mate? Yeah, all good. All good. Awesome, buddy. So um, so who is James St. Ledger, man? T- tell us about yourself.
1: Um, right, 30 years old. Um, I want to say what my 9-to-5 job is. It's not 9-to-5. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a 12-hour shift job, um, uh, firearms officer. Um, can't say much more than that about it. Um, so fairly quickly moving on, but I've got a, an awkward shift pattern of two days, two nights, and four off. Wow, okay. Which um, you know, no rest days are the same. Like a nine to, nine to five is I've got weekends off, whereas I'm on a rolling week, as to say.
0: So, so how, how does it? So you work you work two two mornings, two lates and then four days off.
1: Yeah, um, seven seven till seven is the shift. Patterns. Okay. Uh, day shift is seven am to seven pm. Um, I do two of those. I then got a swing shift. So um, the third day, I then start at seven pm, uh, running right through to seven am. Uh, do that again for one more night. So I've then got oh, maybe four off. But by the time you've slept after the first, you know, your last night shift, you've kind of got about three and a half days off.
0: So how how do you fit that in, like, the the whole Carcadian rhythm and and things like that, sleeping patterns as well as just hunger and eating patterns? How how, how do you fit
1: that in? How do you find that? um, I kind of structure my training around um, my shift pattern. Okay. Um, I kind of need to just to make sure that CNS doesn't burn out. Um, I need to get my hormones back and check after my night shifts. Um, There's there's a little bit of mental willpower with it. Yeah. kind of flip things on their head so for a night shift i just treat it as a day because you know i'm up i'm moving i'm training i'm doing stuff um albeit a very very long day um so i do eat a little bit more um but fortunately at the moment i'm not one of those people that's just piling on weight <laughs> Sure. sure uh, i'm sure that'll come few years' time yeah we all hate
0: you for it um <laughs> so um t- in-, in terms of like training then so when you're on your Day shifts. Are you then training at
1: like midnight? Uh no. Um I'm up normal alarm is around four fifteen in the morning. Um and I get back home at about seven fifteen to seven thirty usually, depending on my relief. Okay. Uh fortunately enough with the job, obviously fitness is kind of a prerequisite, so we are encouraged to keep active. Um, and we do have a little bit of training time whilst at work. Oh fantastic. Um, uh, the gym's got a rower <laughs> which is what I do most of my stuff sort of at work on um, if I've then got a weight session to do in the evening I'll do it after, after work um, I've also been known to get up before work and do it and it just, it just depends what the schedule's life.
0: Fantastic so just keeping in, in, the, in the tone then of your, of your training um, CrossFit, for those who don't know what CrossFit is about What would be your definition of it?
1: Uh, um, It's a blend of pretty much everything. Um, They like to say it's all functional and stuff. Um, But to be honest, as long as your training is uh, suited towards your goal, I believe anything can be functional. Um, That's a good point. um, A lot of functional movement patterns, so more natural movement patterns, squatting, pushing, pulling, walking, running. Um, it's kind of a blend of gymnastics, Olympic lifting, bodyweight movement, um, a little bit of plyometric, plyometrics in there. It's kind of a little bit of everything all thrown into one.
0: And then with, with that, you've got the mix of the fitness side of it as well, haven't you, in terms of the actually heart rate, endurance, cardiovascular
1: side? Uh, yes. Yeah, that, that's an element, um, as is uh, balance, agility. Um, pretty much everything is, is covered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you, you you basically have these uh, these exercises and these uh, the, the, these group work groups if you like that you work on. So you'd work on uh, jerks, you'd work on squats, whatever it may be, and then you have a fitness th- um, a rowing session maybe, and then what you have an event, and then it all comes in as an, an overall uh, event that covers all of it.
1: Um, well, a, a typical training session um, for a program that's sort of geared towards the masses would be. Uh, some sort of strength work or skill work, or sometimes a little bit of both. Um, so it could be um, a bit lifting, just do some sort of squatting. Um, you'll then have what they want to call, they like to call a WAD, which is a uh, sort of workout of the day. Okay. <clears throat> and that's usually your metabolic conditioning element. Um, the duration of them can vary from I don't know, five, six minutes up to 20 or 30 minutes. And um, you either have two, three, four, five exercises thrown together um, in a varying rep, um, rep and scheme format. It's just about getting through the reps either as quick as possible uh, with good technique, which um, is always encouraged. Well, it's encouraged, but <laughs> you will sort of like let it
0: slip at times. Um, well, so I suppose as soon as you've got a clock and a timer against a movement of some kind, Form is yeah. gonna be sacrificed at some point, hasn't
1: it? It does, yeah. It's just it's with every sport though, you get some you know, you get any deadlifter going for its PB. Of course, you know, yeah. Form isn't gonna be maintained all the way. I mean if, if it does if it does brilliant, but there's an argument you' have probably got a little bit more yeah, no, exactly. in the tank.
0: Awesome. So um <laughs> The, the the cross the CrossFit world. I mean, just from a personal perspective, I, I, I've I've dabbled a little bit in CrossFit, um, and what I know of CrossFit, there are elements of it which I love, Um yeah. there are elements elements of it which I think get blown out of proportion by the social media world. I think it, I think it can get a bad rep sometimes, which I don't think is too fair. The same way, you know, the bodybuilding world can get a bad rep by you know those videos you see where guys doing deadlifts like you just said you know they're breaking Mm -hmm. their backs um but i'd say the one thing i do love about crossfit which i don't think people do enough of is the metabolic conditioning because i think there's always a place for cardiovascular fitness
1: yes definitely um whether it just be like a as an engine building uh session or even as like a you know tailing off a little bit and doing as an active recovery um which i throw into my training quite regularly um got a lot of active active recovery sessions that just flush out the previous day's work uh gets your heart rate ticking over nicely um and yeah it, it definitely it's definitely i don't know if it's overlooked but i don't think it's utilized as much as it should be and where it is some people kind of jump on the bandwagon wagon and start to slate it off uh, people always look at it as cardio and therefore they think it should be weight loss Yep. um Whereas, because I train for performance, I've always seen it as um, aerobic conditioning, mm-hmm. you know, building your aerobic capacity. So it depends what your look on it is, and also depends how you're eating, because again, I'm not eating to lose weight, I'm eating to perform. To perform. Absolutely. I, said that, I don't want my weight to balloon, um, but equally... I need an awful lot of carbs in me to fuel all my sessions.
0: Of course, of course. So, do you, with that in mind, then do you do you still have structured um adverse in bodybuilding splits or bodybuilding days where you'd focus on hypertrophy or strength of some kind? Uh,
1: no. So, okay. um, strength is an element, yes. Um, hypertrophy, n- not as much. No. Um, tempo work I do is mainly on squats. Um, and a lot of sort of posterior chain work yep. so you know with a very deliberate structure there to strengthen it mm-hmm. um, but regarding hypertrophy bicep curls, bench press I, mean, I did bench press the other day but you know it was a close grip bench it was building up to a heavy single <sighs> unfortunately I haven't quite got that pump for about <laughs> four, four years now. <laughs> every now and then, I do think it'd be nice to just, you know, jump in a squat rack and do some bicep curls. Just to annoy someone. <laughs> just annoy uh, every bodybuilder in the gym, yeah. <laughs> but as, you know, as much as I think I might miss it, I actually enjoy what, what else, you know, the other stuff I do.
0: I can imagine. I can imagine. Um, now, you train at home, is that right?
1: Uh, yes. Um, I've got a garage that's, I would say, almost fully equipped with everything. Um, Slightly lacking in height, so I don't have a rope I up uh, But apart from that, I've got everything in there to uh, suit my knees so do you do you have a training partner um I have a couple of training partners who live close um but trying to fit them in um both yeah, yeah. our schedules to align with each other um is is fairly tricky
0: because that's the, that's the one thing um when I was running this podcast, uh, uh, some the questions for you. I uh, obviously I've been following your work for for a few years now, James, and I, I have noticed the the odd video going up in a, in a dingy garage, and uh, you, you know, often a, a, <laughs> pers- a personal best is broken. And I always think to myself, if I was training by myself, there is no way I could find the external extrinsic motivation to keep driving through a uh, um an exhaustion set or a metabolic workout whatever it may be i i I personally have to have that second person with me as that motivation source do 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 you find that difficult or is it second nature or Um,
1: okay let me ask have you ever tasted success and failure yes both at the same time no no (laughs) (laughs) Um, remember the you remember the processes that you were going through and if you tasted failure you know there may have been something that you didn't quite do or you yeah. backed off on a little bit um and then equally when you taste success you remember that all that hard work you have previously been putting in it for the past you know eight nine months or however long it's been um it pays off gotcha um so although it is quite useful to have someone screaming down your throat or just spotting you for that squat if you need it um or, you know, encouraging you to get through those last reps Every time I think, holy crap, this is hurting. You know, I've been through a lot of of painful workouts before and, you know, it's always paid off. Yeah, of course. You've just got to remember the end goal and just keep on pushing through. (laughs) That's awesome. That is awesome. Confused about which diet is right for you? Let us take all the stress away and design you a fully bespoke, life-changing plan. All we do is change lives. Danielwheeler.co.uk
0: Um... So some awkward silences here, where I'm so engrossed in listening to what you're saying, I'm forgetting to read my next cue. <laughs> now, on the on the vein of you being at home, um, yeah. you oh god, I'm going to embarrass myself now. Was it last year you had a little baby, or the year before? Uh, yes, yeah, she's going to be two on the tenth of Feb. Oh, fantastic! And oh, uh, so, yeah. you, obviously, your dad of one married, is that right? Yes. How do you fit twelve-hour shift patterns training for CrossFit? and obviously the Tupperware lifestyle that the majority of us live with raising a little one and being married?
1: Uh, God, that was a lot of questions there. (laughs) Um, Right, well, with my uh, bulk of my training being done in my garage, and my baby monitor actually reaches there. Amazing. Um, So when my daughter, Elsie, uh, was having afternoon naps, it was a guaranteed two-hour stint where I could either have a nap myself um or just you know hook up the the baby monitor and hit the gym um, so that allowed sort of some sort of a structure then until she obviously decided to bin half the nap That's um, but you know you just you make do with what you 've got really i mean the family does have to come first of course. Quite fortunate enough that the wife um, and both sides of our families are very, very supportive in looking after um, our daughter. Okay. And um, the wife, you know, the wife's really into her training as well. So if we do need sort of to get a session in, there's there's plenty of brothers or sisters to call upon or mothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, who, uh, who will quite happily come and take off our hands. Um, I do a couple of my sessions at work again which just affords me a little bit more time uh, to get things done whilst I already am away from the family. Um, And then until uh, the wife got pregnant with her second, um, we did a few sessions together. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, so on that we're expecting number two, uh, eight days after Elsie's Second birthday.
0: (laughs) That is awesome. I had no idea. Is that an exclusive? Is that information out? Uh, It's an exclusive public announcement. (laughs) Fantastic. That's what I'm going to title this as. By the
1: way, Uh,
0: that's awesome. Well, congratulations. Do you know if it's a girl or a boy?
1: Uh, We do. Yeah, but we'll keep that quiet though until until the uh, inevitable Facebook announcement. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome
0: And so so how did you And the missus meet then like, Was it through training Was it through that love uh,
1: Yeah um, We both used to swim um, So my, my baseline sport Was as a swimmer oh, okay uh, Did that from Eight Until 1920 uh, So a
0: good long time We met swimming I should we we clarify this point You meant 19 years old And not The year 1920 Oh god yeah yeah So yeah yeah <laughs> From when I was eight Until I was in
1: around 19 or so. Sure <laughs> Um, so yeah it was a fairly uh, long period of time where I was just staring at tile after tile after tile going back and forth and back and forth in a swimming pool Um, which I think is why I quite enjoy CrossFit because it just gives me the variety of things to do of course yeah Uh, yeah, so I met her at swimming um, hooked up a few years later Uh, got married a couple of years ago and yeah, and the rest of history. Let one follow you.
0: Yeah. Fantastic, that's awesome. So let, let's move back onto to fitness things. I'm sure uh, there'll be a lot of keen listeners here um, who follow your work. They want to know kind of if they haven't already read articles on the likes of Bodybuilding.com. Um, how did you get into the fitness industry per se and uh, become Grenade
1: sponsored? Um, when I gave up swimming um, I just needed something else to do so I took up weightlifting very uneducatedly um, it was just bicep curls, pretty much <laughs> um, did that a little bit and then decided that I needed to read up on it a little bit more and do a bit more variety of my training um, so with a bit more structure I then did more of a typical bodybuilder split for a couple of years um, took up what do I take up next uh, took up a bit of strongman training um, that was more based around your body weights, um, and then of, of that as a percentage of what you're lifting. So it was like one and a half body weight squats or double body weight deadlifts. And usually it was for reps as opposed to going for a one rep max. Gotcha. Because there's no chance I'd be able to compete with the one rep max guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I then took up MMA for a year. Over, okay. For eight months. Um, had two fights, um, one and both. Unfortunately, I then changed location with my job, which meant I could no longer afford to go to all the technical training sessions. Um, And, you know, you can can train on your own to a certain degree, but you always need um, a partner to go and spar with. The last thing you want to do leading up to a fight is to only spar once a week, Um, whereas I was doing it six times a week.
0: Uh,
1: So when I changed job location, uh, training, obviously, then has to take another turn. Uh, it took up endurance lifting. Um, it's a title given to an event uh, which basically consists of strict, well, strict, curling and pressing a 16 kilogram dumbbell with alternate arms um, without stopping. Uh, you're not allowed to bend your knees or do any push press. Okay. And you're not allowed to drop the weight. and um, The endurance element coming as you need to keep on going for as long as possible. So um, when, you,
0: when you say as long as possible, what kind of time are we talking about here? Um, in reps? training, in training, the longest time I did it for was an hour and 17 minutes. Sorry, you were curling a 16-kilo weight up to your bicep and then pressing it as a shoulder press for an yeah. hour and 20 minutes? An hour and
1: 17, and but that, yeah, but... it was a long, long time. Um, Jesus. I, saw, I, saw advert, I saw an advert for this competition uh, called the Dragon Challenge um, in November 2009, I think it was. Yeah, November 2009. Um, and the, the finals, or yeah, the grand final, was to be held at Body Power in okay. 20, 2010. So I, I told my brother that I was going to do it, and he was like, "You yeah, know, right, okay, good, good luck." Um, in January, I had my first attempt, and I managed 53 reps. Okay. And I was like, "Ah, oh, shit! That that really actually quite hurts." <laughs> um, <laughs> I looked online and the, the father and son duo that devised this competition, the father was clearing um, in excess of a thousand repetitions.
0: So, is it, is right. it a thousand repetitions changing arms?
1: Uh, no, no. Uh, you've got a dumbbell in each arm. Oh, right. right, right. Okay. Yeah, so you, okay. You've got a dumbbell in each arm, and one arm is working at each at one time. Gotcha. So, your left arm does a curl and a press and then returns the weight to your hips, your uh, other arm does it. And you just keep on swapping arms. One arm is one rep. Uh, you're not allowed to bend your knees or do any push press involvement um, and you can't wear any straps. <laughs> oh my God. And he did it for yeah.
0: over a thousand yeah. reps.
1: And you can put the yes. Yeah, the, uh, the father clears an excess of a thousand reps. I was like, oh my God, I've got some work to do. Uh, I think there was the, quali- the Bristol qualifier. Uh, they have, uh, the organisers held the qualifiers all around the country. I went to the Bristol qualifier, I think it was in late February, and I lifted, I won that with around 450 reps. Wow. Um, And again, I, you know, that last rep, the dumbbells just dropped out of my arm. Uh, Shoulders weren't (laughs) working, biceps were no longer in existence. (laughs) Um, My my grip just wasn't there because the lactate in your forearms was just ridiculous. Um, So then I had another three months sort of try and climb, climb the reps up, uh, come May, uh, at the finals. Um, we only had an hour on stage to, to do the lifting. Right. Um, so, so in, in training I've done for a lot longer than an hour cause I wanted to see what I could actually fail at. Yeah. Um, and so come body power, we only have an hour on stage, uh, within about by 55 minutes or so there was just two of us left that I don't think they expected <laughs> um, so they were like right okay sprint finish <laughs> so sorry, up, up until that time for the whole 55 minutes we had to keep uh, set tempo right okay so the father um, the, uh, the creating of the event he was keeping tempo either with like a 2 kilogram dumbbell or just his empty hands just to, we had to lift and sync with him yeah um, and we were keeping up pace. Uh, I think there was about 20 guys on stage when we started. Um, and one by one, you know, we it, it, sort of straight dropped out, leaving just two of us at the end. Um, and then, yeah, unbeknownst to either of us, it was suddenly a sprint finish. <laughs> oh, and I, I was just fortunate enough to have a little bit more in my tank uh, than my counterpart. Um, and I won it with 953 reps. Wow. Wow! it was.
0: So is, 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 was the other guy anyone you knew or anyone we know now?
1: Uh, no, no, not really, no. I mean, within that very, very small circle of people um, yeah. who, won, who won the following year or the year after. Um, unfortunately, in April of the following year, just before I was about to go and do something special, uh, I tore my bicep at work
0: oh, Jesus. Um, in a
1: non-fitness-related incident, um, which led to a blood clot. Uh, buried inside my left um, auxiliary vein. Um, and yeah, so that put a, a sharp end to the end the <laughs> With a team of coaches to help you with any goal fat loss, increased muscle, or performance related we can help you achieve anything. DanielWheeler.co.uk uh, Something special, Evan, I was mentioned, was that unofficially in training I'd already broken the world record twice.
0: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Okay.
1: but it, it you know it doesn't count unless it's witness yeah. and it's on, it's on the main stage um yeah so i've unfortunately not been able to uh not been able to prove that or get that title but it was um, an interesting uh training time because pretty much every other day i was bicep and pressing
0: <laughs>
1: wow. um, in in between that i did some squats just so my physique wasn't too out of proportion. <laughs>
0: <laughs> girls got the
1: girls. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so, so and then at Body Power Grenade. So yeah, uh, yeah.
1: At Body Power Grenade, right, so yeah, the yeah, um, were there launching uh, their fat burning product? It was their first year of, sort of trying to get into the market. Uh, they spotted me, uh, got in contact with me shortly afterwards, and asked me to join the team.
0: Fantastic. Um,
1: so the rest is sort of history of that lot, really. <laughs> so I said yes. <laughs>
0: Now, obviously, for, for for those who don't know, uh, Grenada, are a um, uh, supplement company, they, um, I believe, if, if if I've read this correctly, they was it a man and his wife started up not yes. that long ago.
1: Yeah, Alan, Alan and Julia. Um, I think it was five or maybe six years ago.
0: And then they sold it last year for some horrendous amount.
1: They got a nice multi-million pound um, investment.
0: <laughs> Correct. Can you remember? Was it? Over, it was over forty, wasn't it?
1: Uh, thirty-five was a thirty-five million. The, um, wow. I'm, I'm not too sure on the exact figures, but it was a very nice, handsome sum. Yeah, that's not bad for five years' work, <laughs> is it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow! And now, obviously, they they've expanded into uh, America and and now huge, absolutely massive. Yeah,
1: they're, they're worldwide now, and um, they're you know successfully cracking America. Um. And Yeah, just getting themselves everywhere, really. <laughs> so, which good.
0: of which of grenades
1: um, supplements do you use then? What what would you prefer in your daily routine? Uh, those that know me or have followed me uh, know I'm massive uh, fan of their pre workouts. Um, not only for what's in it, um, but with my shift pattern and often needing a massive kick up the arse, the caffeine is just absolutely massive help. <laughs> um, I'm not a coffee or tea drinker. Um, so whereas most people's pre-workout is a coffee of some description that um, yeah. wouldn't really flip my boat so it's got to be a, a pre-workout then another form uh, so £50,06 boxes for that um, just helps me get the mental clarity to so power through the workouts really um, and it doesn't crash um, okay. That's the point. <laughs> uh, there's a creatine um, which I use um, it's called Engage uh, it's uh, creatine glycerol phosphate Unlike monohydrate, you don't get bloated or anything from it, which is another massive positive. Um, and then their amino acid product defend uh, just makes water and all the hydration I need to do taste that a little bit nicer.
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> and uh, just uh, on the note of the of the pre-workout, I just uh, in Body Power, I think it must have been 2011. I think was the first year I went, and uh, I remember um, meeting up with Kirk kirk miller at the time uh, who was with you guys and he was giving out the, the the pre-workouts which i think he just released it was either 2011 or 2012 i can't remember now and um you were just um grenade were really plugging it at the time and i remember him giving me uh, one of the sample sachets and he said in his birmingham accent he said to me i can't do an accent but he said um uh, it says serves two servings he said f that just neck the whole thing, you'll be buzzing. I was like, okay, yeah. fine, <laughs> that, that sounds good. I went home and I, I put the whole sachet in a drink, necked it, and within about 15 minutes I was like a vibrating dildo. I yeah. didn't know what to do with myself. It it did it does have a big kick to it, I have to admit.
1: Yeah, um when I was trying to well I'm but when I was trying to educate people about taking it, um their initial comeback was, Oh, I drank lots of coffee. <laughs> and although I hadn't drank coffee myself From everyone else I've chatted to, it's a very, very different type of caffeine kick. Yeah. (laughs) And so, yeah, I would suggest going uh, small and then gradually building up. I've got a funny story from my brother. One of his uh, training partners um, thinks he can handle his pre-workouts quite well. (laughs) didn't read anything about the tub and put two scoops in, thinking was double. Jesus Christ. But a, A scoop is a double serving, so he took four servings. Um, and you can't take it anymore.
0: <laughs> really? Is that ill of it? Yeah,
1: always read the label. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Start as was you can start off small and gradually build into it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely a strong free workout, I have to admit. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's good. They've just released a cola flavour as well, which I cannot get enough of. <laughs> I, I,
0: I, I have to admit, I did also try the lemon. Was it the lemon? The lemon yeah. flavour? I'm not a fan of that one just
1: personal yeah, lemon, lemon berry and just now coca cola gotcha
0: i might give the coca cola one a
1: try it's good it's like a mix between a cola cube and a, a cola bottle it's nice
0: okay <laughs> fair play <laughs> so what's in the, the pipeline for 2015 man i know you've got lots lined up crossfit wise but what, what else is on the agenda
1: uh, a few crossfit competitions uh, the usual explosive grenade um, got uh, fibo in germany in april body power in um, Birmingham in May, and then uh, Vegas for the Olympia in September. and um, Baby number two due well within a matter of a couple of weeks. So, again, things are going to go back to <laughs> well, things are going to change somewhat until we get to a new rhythm of sleeping patterns and. Well, not sleeping, she's there. <laughs> Confused about which diet is right for you? Let us take all the stress away and design you a fully bespoke life changing plan. All we do is change lives. DanielWheeler.co.uk. Uh, what else? What else? Yeah, a few, a few things which you'll uh, have to keep. Uh, I'll, I'll post them on my, uh, my Facebook page where I can. But at the moment, there's just a few things that have got to be kept under wraps, just won't well they to get finalised. Um, We're we'll going to be doing online training soon as well. Fantastic. Uh, which will just make things a little bit easier for coaching and training people um, at home, just for time management purposes and dealing with uh, nappies and whatnot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if, if people want to get in contact with you for online coaching, what's, what's the crack there? How do they, how do, they do that?
1: Um, via my Facebook page um, or Twitter um, the tag is Saint Fledger Fitness um, just drop me a line on that and I'll either private contact them or drop them a line to uh, give them my email Fantastic. Little... so yeah, Fair play. yeah lots of exciting things coming up good uh, yeah.
0: well I'm very interested about the stuff that you can't yet talk about that, that that sounds quite interesting knowing you it's probably going to be quite big as well well yeah hopefully <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, I'm just trying to get everything finalised nice first before I Right, anyway so all the all
0: started yeah I, I, I've made the mistake in the past of, uh, of of telling a few little exciting projects I've been working on before I've had the signature on the dotted line and then they're falling through at the last moment and it's it's crushing I have to admit <laughs> um, so let's let's talk about our our common ground our love for rowing uh
1: love hate I've learned <laughs> I've learned to love it because it's it's essential for, for me. It's essential. It's an essential part of my training. Yeah. Um, I can't say it's always enjoyable. Um, Sixteen times five hundred meters is often one that's thrown in. It's sickening. Two uh, k and five k time trials are quite disgusting. <laughs> what's your two k uh, time, <laughs> time at the moment? I've learned to love it. What's uh, your two
0: k time at the moment? Six thirty three. Wow, that is decent. That is decent. That is very decent. So for, for those who don't know, um, the, uh, when, when uh, James and I refer to rowing, we're talking about concept to indoor rowing, and uh, rather than uh, on the water as such. And uh, I recently um, found a, a I'm going to use the term love-hate relationship with rowing as well, when... Uh, uh, I appear to be not too bad at it, and I think uh, genetically I'm very blessed with the fact that I'm a heavy guy and I'm very tall. So my my stroke rate is is very... um, The distance for the stroke is very long, Um, whereas uh, on the counter side of it, James, who's a little bit shorter than I am, um, has got an obscene fitness level, uh, and therefore he can maintain a much faster stroke rate. So um, we both have different um, uh, qualities when it comes to the row. I'm very much your sprint the 250 500 meters and that's pretty much all i can all i can handle whereas james well as you just said 2k 5k time trials in fact you whatsapp to me day before yesterday asking me yeah. what a good 5k time was and i said anything yeah. anything under 25 minutes would be pretty special <laughs> and uh, he comes back shows me the screenshot of the of the screen on the concept too and it's 17 minutes yeah. i thought yeah okay that'll do <laughs> <laughs> how how did you feel after that one? Then did you were you sick? I mean, was it easy? Okay, I didn't
1: feel as bad as I did after my two K. After the two K, I fell off the rower. I didn't actually know where I was for quite some time. Was that the one your your wife filmed? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, she, well, okay. She um she was a rowing coach at Durham Uni. Okay, and she actually did a lot of her rowing on on the water, but then yeah, equally a, a fair amount on on the too as well. So, whenever I'm doing stuff, she likes you know, to double check my techniques all right? which it is now finally <laughs> <laughs> um but you know, she, yeah she she shares an interest in it, and she just knows how horrible those two cases are, so she said that she'd come along and just be that training partner for that day and shout some words and advice and encouragement, which was awesome until uh, her job was done, and you know it was complete at which point. She then took out my camera and decided to film me out right around the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so, there is a, uh, quite an expletive comment on, uh, or expletive clip on Instagram, <laughs> or said, finish of the row. But yeah, it was, it was horrible. And the 5K was the first time I'd done it, um, didn't quite know how to go out on pace. Um, went out on a moderate pace for the first 3K, and then tried to pick it up for a second, too. It, it hurt um but looking back at it now i you know don't know which k to improve on or when to just push it a little bit harder <laughs>
0: the, i mean the the issue, the issue that I had with um i i attempted a, I attempted a 10k uh, about i think it was just before Christmas and um i did it i think it was 48 minutes or something 50 around 50, just under 50 minutes and yeah. um the 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 great thing about 10k is you find a stroke and you just sit there. Just sit there for as yeah. long as you can. It's not you're not going crazy fast. You're just trying to just stay in the zone for an hour, really. And 5k is almost quite similar. You you find a 1k stroke rate and you kind of you pick up the intensity a little bit and then you know you dip a little bit in some case, but you, you kind of just sit there again. It's a good, you know, as well, as you found out, a good 17, 18, 19, 20 minutes yeah. of intensity. The 2K this is where my this is where I have an issue with rowing. This is where I like to ring up who invented rowing and go, "You're an idiot," because it's <laughs> it's on the threshold of anaerobic capacity, anaerobic. You're not yeah. quite you're not quite getting into the aerobic side, so your legs are on fire for, well, if you're doing six minutes thirty, I would imagine for at least three and a half four minutes of that six minutes.
1: Yeah,
0: it's <laughs> um,
1: yeah, uh, my. Blitz for that 2k and 500 were 130, 133, 135, 137. Jesus Christ. Um, so, I pro- looking, looking back at right that now, I probably went out too fast um, and I should have dropped off a couple of seconds off that first 500. Um, but I, I tend to only have one speed, really, which is 100%. Yes. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's taken me a long, long time for the distance stuff and. One of the reasons why I do a lot of rowing is just to learn about pacing yeah. and breathing control, and yeah, just getting that breathing under control and learning about you know, pacing and just how you deal with with your breathing. Yeah. Um, so l- looking back at it now, I probably should have tailed off a little bit and then gone harder or tried to go harder in the last 500 meters. Do you uh, do you
0: gauge your heart rate at all? Do you wear a monitor and gauge how you're doing with that? Um, I used to.
1: Um, at the moment, um, I do one or two sessions a week where I'm just doing uh, uh, 65% effort. Okay. Um, and it's it's very, very much a, a, a flush everything out of your system, uh, active recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, for that, um, I do check my heart rate just to make sure that I'm not going too hard or too fast. Um, but you know i haven't done it for quite some time because i've done so much rowing and quite a lot of air work work intervals as well yeah that i know i know what pace i've got to be going at you know i've just learned my system learned how i respond to things awesome so probably, probably should probably should do it for future things especially 500 um sprints um you know twofold one to see exactly what your system's doing um and yeah, trying to recover accordingly but I was out of pure interest how high can I get my heart rate <laughs> the,
0: the, the problem I have with uh, with the 500 intervals is very much like yourself for 500 metres go- I go 100% 95-100% for that 500 meters, and then I think, oh actually I've got to do this again in 3 minutes time wow. <laughs> I, never, I never pace myself <laughs> I always like go for like a 122-123 pace for the 500 meters, and then I'm absolutely burnt out and I think, oh I've got another 14 of these to go and then it drops very quickly down to like a 140
1: pace Right, keep the strokes very long and slow <laughs> um, and go off in around 85% which is kind of your borderline threshold for anaerobic level. Yeah. Keep it at eighty-five or just below. and You should, in theory, be able to maintain your times. <laughs> That'd be interesting. I'll have to give that a go. If, if not, if not, the more you do it, the more those times should sort of close down, and the, yeah. the difference between them should get smaller. So
0: with. There's a lot, lot of people here who maybe never even got on a rower, or they hate rowing. And I, I certainly used to be a hater of rowing. I never, I could never just get it. I'd never understood it. I was to get used to get bad back pain from it, and um, I have always found it so cardiovascular taxing when I was uh, very unfit. Um, what would you recommend? You know, would you recommend rowing to the mass market? I mean, what kind of benefits are there?
1: Uh, the mechanics. Um, <clears throat> Very much uh, sort of like mirror squats squat or a, a pull from either a deadlift, decline, or snatch. Yeah, um, it's so like a quite, horizontal deadlift, is not it? Yeah, so um, providing you've got good technique and you are driving with your legs and using your hips, the mechanics should be similar to a, de- a deadlift or you know some sort of a pull, mm. as, as one thing like this. Uh, what most people tend to do, though, is straighten their legs far too early and start pulling with their arms far too early, um, and they, they blow out um, their back rounds, and you know, if, if you've had back problems before, it's probably because you're pulling too early with your arms and overusing your back and not utilising your legs. very much be, yeah. So my initial recommendation would be to get someone who knows what they're doing with rowing, and just to watch over their technique, really. Mm-hmm correct you accordingly. Uh, there are a few uh, coaching videos through the Concept2 website of how to row efficiently and correctly. Um, I'll probably give that a good read or a good watch over uh, just so you're a little bit more informed when you do go down for your first session. Um, and yeah, just, just get someone to watch over you really and just to really think about the uh, stroke rate. And your 500 meter split time. Um, if you, when, when you go out for a run, you tend not to do interval sprints midway through your run.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so but by that, I mean you, you don't randomly pick up pace and drop down pace. You don't lengthen your stride for no reason. You don't shorten your stride for no reason. And the same goes for a rower. And there's, there's two figures: there's your 500 meter split time, um, which is shown, and I'll see your stroke rate per minute time. let yeah. so your split per minute. If you can learn about those two figures, find out what is optimal for your body, um, and keep them maintained, um, you shouldn't find yourself blowing out too soon, and you should, be, you should be able to go for a little bit longer, just because you're being a lot, lot more consistent with your stroke rate. I'll
0: tell you um, uh, uh, an interest. Well, I, I I find it quite funny looking looking back on it, funny slash cringeworthy. Um, last year when I when I when I discovered I wasn't too bad at rowing. Um, I thought basically I, I hit the gym and a friend of mine, who was a very very keen rower, he used to be on the the GB team, um, is now long retired. And uh, he said, oh let's do let's do some um, let's do some rowing intervals uh, before we get started because I was going to take him through a leg session. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got on the rower and he said, oh we'll do we'll do a couple of short hundred meter sprints and then we'll do uh, we'll finish off with a five hundred meter and then we'll, we'll get cracking. I was like, okay great. So did a few five one uh, hundred meter stuff still felt quite fresh and then he, he programs the concept to do a, a 500 meter uh, one off and I worked the resistance up to, uh, to 10 and I pull a 500 I think it was 121 or something 122 and he said to me oh so how long have you been rowing then and I said I think this is about the fifth time I've ever gotten a rowing machine okay. and uh and at that point, he said, OK, you really need to take up rowing. I mean, you, you, you've, your form is terrible. I've never seen a man with worse form than you. But you've got, you, you've got a natural ability here. I was like, OK, great. And it was that week I then um, went to go and see a woman called Rebecca. Rebecca someone. Oh, I forgetting the name. That's annoying. She's, um, she's on the GB squad, but she's also a rowing coach. And uh, I went down to see her. And she, she was asking me some questions about my technique. And I said, look, it's terrible. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Never, never really taken rowing very, very seriously at all. Um, but there's one thing for sure: my legs never fatigue. Um, I don't know whether uh, you know, my legs are just very fit or they're just very strong. But under under a thousand meters, I don't feel it in my legs at all. And she said, "Right, that's very unusual." So we went through the techniques, and after she showed me what correct form was, I couldn't go past 250 meters without my legs blowing out. Yeah, they were just <laughs> filled with filled with lactic acid. And uh, she 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 then said, "Remind me what your five hundred meter time was." And I said, 121 or something like that." And she said, "Right, you were pulling a one twenty one with just your hips and your back. Now imagine what potential you could have if you engaged your legs." And yes. uh, it's 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 frightening. Once you get the form right, how painful it really is. It's not. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. glutes and quads usually just start shaking uncontrollably. <laughs> um. But it's like with anything; the more you put yourself in that dark place, um, you will that, that threshold. Yeah. If you keep looking at that threshold. Eventually, that threshold gets higher, and therefore your times come down, and your ability to stick with that pain, uh, I say it becomes easier. But you're able to do it for a little bit longer.
0: <laughs> and if there are any guys that who, who, who traditionally bodybuild training, like their leg training, one thing I would highly recommend is rowing. It has massively in, improved my um, stamina and endurance when doing um, uh, leg training, just yeah. just uh, deadlifts and squats, um, and also to some extent extension work. Actually, surprisingly, um, yeah. has just massively gone up in terms of weight um, and, and performance, and that as well. Yeah,
1: but just to clarify, you did say your numbers in your lifting stuff as well,
0: yeah? For squats and deadlifts.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because yeah, I, I thought that with the amount of rowing that I do and with the masses, uh, seeing it as cardio, uh, usually you would experience like a drop-off in your numbers. Okay. Uh, but my numbers are shooting through the roof.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's an interesting notion. I hear this all the time, and nine times out of ten, it is, is it incorrect? There's this scaring um, idea that cardio is going to wipe away your muscle. And everyone's going to go catabolic and lose inches on their legs or whatever cardio they must do and you, you, the body's just not stupid the the body can handle so much stress thrown its way. The last thing it's going to do after you do a little bit of cardio is start catabolizing muscle um, and you know you've really got to be having a terrible diet and doing a lot of cardio in order to to lose any kind
1: of size i think well, okay you not use it. It how you, you utilize yeah. use the rowing sessions. Um, they've got to you know work in
0: your favour. Absolutely, yeah, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. So we've we've touched on CrossFit, we've touched on rowing, we've touched on your personal life. Let's just focus now on to who you're looking at in terms of uh, athletes that you kind of keep an eye on Athletes which you're looking to For motivation, inspiration if you like Or anyone that you think is an up and comer uh, For 2015 Is there anyone that kind of springs to mind?
1: Uh, I've got a, a genuine interest In the rest of the grenade athletes Okay, um, Just to see their success um, They all step on stage um, I Don't and never will um, So I'll pass so, you know, There's a somewhat not much of a crossover there. Um but because I am within the industry quite heavily with grenade, I am always interested in you know, who's from what competition and whatnot. So the grenade guys always keep an eye on. Um there's a couple of CrossFit guys. and um, I very much doubt many people outside of CrossFit will know any of their names. Uh but uh, like what Stephen Fawcett is probably the UK UK's top guy at the moment, he's got potential to do really well uh, this year. So I'm just interested in seeing how well he places. Um yeah, oh. no, no one particular person's jumping out, um, but there's quite a few guys I keep an eye out on, um, sort of for educational purposes. Uh, there's a few guys um, who sort of talk common sense as opposed to uh, push bro science.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good, old bro, good old bro science. No, I love it. <laughs> well, look, James. I think I think we can um, we can wrap up nicely here, man. And I just want to say a huge thank you for taking the time to 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 join on on, on my my newest podcast. Now this will be, this will definitely be going out for episode number five. And, uh, which would be cool and I'll tell you what, I'm trying to get Dr. Christian for number 6, I'm in talks with his
1: agent at the moment, which uh, I'm
0: very excited about I for
1: your, um, your, your social media interactions with that so I'm glad that's pushing
0: that. yes, finally, he's, uh, he's been a very difficult man to get hold of I can imagine he gets quite a lot of uh, tweets, but I, I have run to uh, to annoy him so much he's finally replied um, but it's it's been great talking CrossFit and rowing, buddy, and, uh, and so Huge congratulations on the little one! Um, it's uh, I'm a very broody guy myself, so whenever I hear people talking about they're having they're having new little babies running around, I always find it awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a, a manic household. For... <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
0: so when are we going to hook up a session, man? I think I think we need to put some rowing sprints in in the diary sometime.
1: Yeah, do you want that as a warm up or as a? As a... <laughs>
0: is <laughs> the one thing that scares me about you is just your level of fitness is just not even comparable to what i do it's just a completely different sport well it is a different sport it's completely different um and, and I, I i'm genuinely a little bit scared i'll tell you what i'll do you a deal if if you put me through a endurance crossfit slash rowing session what? you let me put you through a hypertrophy leg session
1: yeah, let's do the rowing session first, <laughs> and, then, and then you can decide on the legs. Sure, definitely. <laughs> well, I'll, it's definitely yes. It's just whether or not it's that day or
0: not. I don't know. Yeah, no, quite, it won't be the same after, same day. I have to come up twice, I think. Yeah. Awesome, buddy. Well, look, thank you so much once again, and um, and uh, oh, before I forget, how can people get in contact with you, man? Website, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram.
1: Uh, yeah, Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. Uh, hashtags all the same. It's St. Leisure Fitness. Fantastic. Um, and through that, I think, to make it a bit more personal, i always email them. Brilliant. Uh, so, where's the website now? You need to sort that out. Um, I've got a website. Uh, again, St. dot com. Oh, great. Uh, it's uh, it's in the, in the working. It's up. It needs to be updated massively. <laughs> awesome.
0: And the uh, sorry, the Facebook and the Twitter was James St. Ledger. Uh,
1: Facebook and Twitter is Saint Ledger Fitness. Saint Ledger Fitness. Sorry, my bad.
0: Um, and uh, as James mentioned earlier, you know he's, he's setting up some online uh, online coaching, uh, which I assume, um, correct me if I'm wrong, is going to be tailored towards CrossFit in some way or endurance fitness
1: um... or not. Yes and no. I don't want to say CrossFit because not everyone wants to compete Okay. In CrossFit. Um, but it will be, uh, it, it won't be the bodybuilding type, getting on stage training. It will be about um, an overall uh, package, just making yourself better at everything, and everything. A much more well rounded athlete. Fantastic
0: awesome so if, if, if you guys are inspired by james or you follow him or you want to get in contact then uh, just hit him up on facebook and uh hopefully um uh, can 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 make contact that way and look Brilliant. man it, it's been a pleasure and uh, thank you so much and we'll definitely book in that session and um oh. we'll make, maybe make a little video blog feature out of me dying on the floor oh yeah
1: definitely and then likewise <laughs> of me puking up after legs
0: <laughs> <laughs> awesome buddy well look thank you so much and we'll speak soon
1: Right, cheers, cheers, Thanks, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Welcome to the Life-Changing Fitness Podcast. All we do is change lives.